Well, hey, hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Amazing Seller Podcast. This is episode number 201, and today we're going to be talking about how to get rid of hijackers if you happen to get hijacked. Now, if you don't know what hijacking is, really quickly, it's when someone actually jumps on your listing. See, you don't own your Amazon listing, all right? I know you think you do, and I did too, uh, until you learned that uh, actually Amazon owns that listing because you put it on their their property, right? You're, you're creating a listing in their catalog. So as long as you are the brand owner, which is fine, then you're the only one that should be able to sell that on your listing. Now, here's the thing. Let's say someone buys your product and let's say three years down the line, they want to resell it. They can resell that under your listing. Now, it would have to be used, or if they've never opened it, they could sell it as new. So technically, that's why Amazon wants that, uh, you know, that ability to do that because now other people that want to sell that can on the same listing, okay? Because it's the same brand. It's like if you bought something that was Nike and uh, you wanted to sell on their particular, uh, you know, item listing, you could do that as long as it's the same one and it's, it's you know, it's not a counterfeit, right? So it's okay to do that. Now, the problem is people are starting to see success with a listing and then what they're doing is they're jumping on a listing and they're creating a counterfeit one, okay? They're, they're creating one that uh, it, it might look just like it or maybe they got it from a similar supplier and now what they're doing is they're just jumping on there. So they're really cutting in line in a sense to where they're taking over a listing by winning the buy box and for those of you that don't know, by winning the buy box, that means that the first option that they'll have is to buy through them if they are uh, winning it and if the, the way that you win that buy box usually is by price, all right? So I'm not gonna go into a ton of detail there about the hijack. We've done other episodes on that, and we'll leave those in the show notes. Uh, but I invited on John Haver, who actually uh, has been battling this, but he's been very successful. He's got about a hundred percent, you know, success rate with getting rid of these hijackers. He's also, um, after his wife kind of figured out how to do it, he's also uh, came up with a solution which he's going to share with us today and and talk a little bit about. And he's also going to talk about how he has uh, recently uh, started to go down the road of selling his Amazon business, and he's actually looking to build and sell these. He's not looking to really hold on to them, so we're going to talk about that as well. So uh, just wanted to say that I'm really excited to have John back on. He was on episode 158. Uh, we talked about brand uh, registry and how to build a, a website for that and authority websites and all that stuff, so if you're interested in that, you're going to want to check out episode 158. Again, I'll leave these in the show notes. We're also going to have the transcripts to this uh, this episode as well. We we include the transcripts now with all of the episodes. So you're going to want to head over to theamazingseller.com forward slash 201 to get all of the show notes and the transcripts to this episode. All right, so I'm going to stop talking now because John and I have a really great conversation talking about hijacking, how he was able to come up with this system to really get rid of them and also monitor them so now his wife can get sleep because she was up uh, throughout the night with their newborn baby, but uh, she was also checking their listing and it was just becoming a hassle, but uh, they figured it out. So he's going to share that with us. So again, this is John Haver, and he's going to explain exactly what he's doing to get rid of these hijackers, and hopefully it can help you. So enjoy this interview that I did with John Haver. Hey, John, what's up, my friend? How's it going, man? Yeah, really good, Scott. 
happy to be back on here. Happy to always happy to be chatting with you. So uh, Yeah, no, I'm excited to have you back. I mean, a lot's happened. I mean, you were on episode 158 and uh, you know, a lots happened since in your business and in, you know, my businesses and the podcast and all that stuff. But yeah, really looking forward to catch up with you because uh lots happened. Yeah, no, it's been a, it's been a, <laughs> you know, continued to be a very very wild ride and it's a it's a fun fun business. Yeah, it it is a fun business, but what we're going to talk about today is something that isn't too fun, and that is um, hijacking. And uh, I really want to hear kind of how you started, uh, I guess, well, not how you found out because you found out because it happened to you, but kind of like how you figured out a way uh, to kind of fend off these hijackers. And uh, then we can also talk a little bit about this cool uh, software that you created for yourself um, and now that you're you're going to be making available here very, very soon. So why don't you lead us through kind of like, um, you know, how you got hijacked and then from there what you did to, to uh, you know, take care of that and then also fend them off. Yeah, sure thing. So yeah, no, kind of, you know, I started started relatively recently within within FBA, and you know, I'll, I'll, I'll get there. And, and kind of, I started selling in September on on started my FBA business in September, and then with the idea of building it up to selling it. And so that sale was going through, and it you know it almost didn't happen due to hijackers. And you know, I'll try and not swear on here, but it is <laughs> an incredible piss off when you get hijacked. Yeah, you know, you're trying to build a business to you know support your family, you know, build build you know add value with a decent product and then you get hijacked and man, does it, does it really piss people? It takes the wind out of your sail. That's for sure. Yeah. And, and so what, what had occurred was, uh, you know, going through the sale process and been hijacked and, you know, if with that hanging over, I was very scared that that sale, what the sale of FBA business wasn't going to happen. All right, wait a minute, wait a minute. Let, let, let's 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 cut in here real quick, real quick. Cause some people are saying like, what are you talking about selling? Like you, you're actually, um, you're actually in the process right now of selling that FBA business, right? Yeah, that's correct. So, yeah. okay. Yeah. Let's, let's lead people again a little bit to, you know, maybe people that are tuning in, didn't hear, um, the last time on how you acquired your FBA business. Why don't we get people caught up real quick on how you actually did that? You don't have to go into great detail, but just kind of how you did that, how you got it up and running. You started making a profit and now you're selling it. Sure thing. Yeah. So, so I, you know, had, had, a, an affiliate website where you had been driving people to, to Amazon uh, using that traffic, built my own private labeled um, FBA business off of the back of that traffic, and then packaged both the website plus the FBA brand together. And now I'm going through the process closing at the at the um, on May first, the, the with a sale of uh, you know of, of that business, you know, nice little kind of multiple multiple six figure price tag on it. So it's kind of a you know a very nice little business sale that that's in the works. That and that's awesome. And congratulations too, by the way. I mean, that's a, that's an awesome strategy. And and kind of to to wrap it up for people and to kind of really wrap their heads around how that looks is like you found a website that was already generating some traffic, uh, driving people to products on Amazon, but as an Amazon affiliate, so very low commission, maybe six to eight percent, somewhere in that range. And then from there, you decided to switch out those products with your own products and then start building your own brand. So you're getting external traffic and you're getting Amazon traffic. Um, and then from there, once you you were able to get that up and running, now you you said, hey, does anybody want, anybody want to buy this and then be able to really get a multiple um, return on that uh, really, really nice return. Um, so for some people listening, I mean, this could be a business model in itself, right? I mean, you could go out there and find these websites and then convert them to a private labeling business and then sell that. Yep. 
Yep. And that's kind of your plan moving forward, right? It, exactly. Exactly yeah. my plan. Eh, okay. Eh. And so, yeah, and then to dive back into the, you know, the hijacking, you know, maybe I'll, you know, start with the kind of what, what is the hijacking? And, you know, we found out that someone had been, you know, on our listing selling what we could only assume was a counterfeit lower quality product, which would, you know, hurt us from both, you know, losing the sales, but also getting terrible reviews because they were buying a crappy product that was going to take four weeks to get there. Exactly. So what hijacking is, is when someone says, you know, claims that they have the same product for sale and jumps on your listing often at a lower often at a lower price and then they could win the buy box and start stealing sales away from you with with a crappier product so it really it really hurts the business both from the reviews plus the loss of sales and and we had resorted to some pretty extreme measures of uh of fighting them off and it was a it was a tearing at my wife's sanity with uh with working on it, you know, every hour of the night kind of thing. I can imagine. And, uh, you know, I've only had a touch of this happen to me on a, on a couple of occasions. Um, luckily, I was able to fend them off with a little cease and desist letter um, that I was able to send, and they, they did jump off. Um, but it was kind of scary because actually one time my pictures got changed. Um, so they went in and started to actually re, uh, you know, kind of, or kind of edit the, the listing itself, which kind of was scary. But then I went in and I, I kind of, uh, you know, change everything back. But to make a long story short, it's not fun and it's scary. Um, and, uh, you kind of went about it, uh, a, you know, pretty aggressive way, um, as far as like, you know, getting them off. So let me ask you, so what, what could someone do before not now that you know what you know, what could someone do to prevent this from even happening if it can be done at all? Yeah. Yeah. No, absolutely. There is definitely, you know, and, and I know, I know you say it and, and you know, anyone that, don't don't you know if you focus on being successful on Amazon, you will be successful on on Amazon. This this is just one of the bumps in the road. Right, but, right. And I know you say that all the time, and I fully agree. Um, so what people can do up front is to kind of help hijack proof their listing. Is you know have a customized product, or bun create some kind of unique bundle, so it's not as easy as saying I can find this exact product on on Alibaba. Yeah, so that that's one. And then the second piece is um, getting set up with brand registry. So having your website and having your, your product correctly branded so that you can set up um, brand registry. If you, there's a bunch of other stuff you can do, but really if you do those two things, you're setting yourself up to be in a pretty good position. Yeah, and let's talk a little bit about brand registry because I know that that doesn't fully, you know, I guess prevent it from happening, but it is going to make it um, harder in a sense when you go now to really prove that you are the, you know, I don't want to say, well, I guess I should say like the legal seller, right? You, you're, you're the one with the right, you know, or with the rights to sell that particular product because you've brand registered it. Um, and because whenever you brand registry or you enter brand registry, you also register your products as underneath that brand. So first thing you need is a website, right? I mean, that's, that's the first thing that you need. So talk a little bit about the brand registry process just quickly to kind of get people caught up in how that works. Sure. So, I mean, what the brand registry process does is it, 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 you apply to Amazon to say that I am the manufacturer of this private label brand and through having a, you know, a decent website plus having images with your branding on the product, they say, we agree, you are the, the owner of this brand and they will register, uh, register that brand under your user ID so that it, it won't stop people from jumping on your listing. 
in the short term, right. but it will mean that you do have the legal sort of backing within Amazon to to fight them off over the long term. So if you if you know your initial strategies of getting them off your listing are unsuccessful, you're at least in a strong position to be able to get them off over the longer term. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, actually, in episode 158, uh, the episode that you were on, we talked all about building a branded website, basic one, all the way to an authority website. And anyone that's listening that kind of doesn't understand the authority website or, uh, you know, your own website to really build out some content. That's really what it is. You're building out your brand um, using a website. And really, as you grow, you'll want that. Um, But in the beginning, you'll want that basic website just to do the brand registry. And I know that you have a service also that helps with that. You've got some people on your team that actually do that now. um, And they can find out more about that. Head head over to episode 158 is what I would say to do. And you'll find all of the the resources there or on the show notes to this episode as well. And uh, we'll go ahead and give you all those all of those resources for that. But um, but yeah, so. Really, when you're building out just a basic website, though, just again, what is needed in that website, um, just to give people just a, a quick glimpse of what that looks like. Yeah, so it can be as simple as a one-page website that has pictures of your of your product with your branding on it and some just pre- description of that of that product, and then an ideal world also includes some of your your UPC codes with your with your uh, your SKU numbers, and, okay. and that really helps with the with the brand registry process. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I know. I, I didn't have much of a problem with it. It took me like a couple of days. Yeah. Yeah. And if there's a bunch of kind of, you know, and we won't, don't even get into too much of the details, but there's a bunch of free resources at uh, brandbuilders.io that oh, okay. people Good. can, uh, people can go over and check out uh, if they want to, you know, do it themselves or, or get the, the team to do it. Yeah, no, awesome. I appreciate that. And I've, I've said this publicly, I've, I've hired your, your team to actually build out our authority website for the one brand. And, uh, it's been, it's been phenomenal and we're slowly starting to get some traffic and, uh, you know, it definitely, uh, is some good quality content. So I'm definitely a raving fan. Um, okay. So now let's just say that we've done those things. We think that we're protected and boom, out of nowhere, we get hijacked, right? So what's the first step? What does John do? What's the first step? Take, take a breath and, uh, <laughs> okay. not, not throw anything at a wall and, uh, okay. uh but no, it, it's, it's, it is part of, it's an unfortunate part of the business. Um, so, you know, the, the very first thing to do is to get notified, you know, it doesn't do you any good if you don't know. And that, and that's really where, you know, we'll, we'll talk about listing Eagle, but that's really where that, that tool that I had built was came in to help. So it's the key is to get, get notified as soon as possible that there's another seller on your listing. And how were you getting notified before you would come up with some type of solution? Yeah, so that's where my wife's sanity was starting to starting to wean. Um, <laughs> okay. So we have a we have a, a new board, and so when she was getting up in the middle of the night, she was when we were getting hijacked. Plus, going through the sales process, it's like holy crap, this thing. You know, if, if we don't solve this hijacking problem, this is going to derail the sale process. Yeah, yeah. And, and so she resorted to checking, you know, throughout the night whenever she was getting up to take care of the the little one. Or, you know, whenever she was just stirring, she was starting to check it all the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I, I get that. And, I mean, you've you've got a, a couple different reasons why you want to keep checking that. Number one, like you said, you don't want a hijacker because your sales are going to be lost. And then what that's going to do is it's going to affect the sale that you're going after right now with the person who's purchasing the business. Yeah, exactly. You know, every dollar of profit is worth that much more when you're going through the sales process because it's being multiplied out with the, with the multiple. So, yeah, each dollar was, was the lost profit was was hurting. So getting getting notified 
was was the pain point that we we solved. And so now we simply get you know as soon as it happens, within you know minutes of it happening, we've got a text saying that there is a a a potential hijacker on the listing. Now, okay. Now, what happens though? Let's say that you didn't get that alert, but let's say that your wife woke up in the middle of the night and went out and checked, and she found that there was a hijacker. What was her first initial thing, other than uh, <laughs> want to uh, you know reach into the computer and and strangle someone? But like, what what um, what was the first action step? Yeah. So the first first action step is is a quick email. So the general strategy is you know rapidly escalating aggressiveness to the hijacker gets them mm -hmm. off the listing quickly. And so mm -hmm. that first email doesn't need to be anything complicated. You know whether it's a cease and desist letter or whether it's a, a just a simple kind of one paragraph um, email saying you will be you know you are in violation of uh, Amazon's terms and you're selling counterfeit products. Okay. And then saying, you know, you have X amount of time to get this off, uh, get your uh, products off of off of these ASIN numbers, and or else you will be getting a letter from her from her lawyer. Okay. Okay. That's simple, basic, right? Yeah. And now let's say that doesn't work. Twelve hours later, follow up with a cease and desist letter, and then within twenty four hours, out of fifteen hijackings, we've had a hundred percent success rate that they've Whoa, been. Whoa! Nice. Done. Really? So really just the, just those two steps. Yeah, that's, that's been it. And you know, if someone's still there for 24 hours, we'll follow up again and just continue, continual aggressive following up. You know, I know there's the, you know, there's the joke, um, you know, two guys are, are crossing a river, they get to the other side, they had their shoes off and they run into a bear, you know, and they say, oh, crap. And the one guy starts putting on his shoes. The guy turns to him, you know, why are you putting on shoes? No way you're going to outrun the bear. It's like, no, I just need to outrun you. <laughs> that's right and so i mean that's the same kind of logic yeah. that these hijackers are applying that yeah. you know they they they're looking for the soft targets yep and by as soon as they jump on your listing if you if they you got a note in their inbox within 30 minutes or, or you know or less that you've been that get off my listing or lawyers will follow up you know there's that's rare for them and so they're saying you know Let's go find an easier target. This guy's clearly not messing around. Yeah, no, I think that's that's important, right? I mean, speed. If you can if you can get that done like really soon, it's like you are watching, right? Or you have someone on your on your uh, on your team or in your business that is looking out for people that are counterfeiting your product. Um, and by doing that, like you said, it's not the low hanging fruit for these guys. They want to go after the ones that are easy targets. And there's a lot of them out there. Yep. There's a lot of them out there. Um, so you're saying like a hundred percent success. That's crazy. Yeah. It's yeah. really, really good. I, I mean, and there are, you know, the Amazon recommended way is if, if, if that isn't successful, you know, there's nothing stopping a hijacker from staying on there other than sure. they know that you're, you're going to be fighting them. So it's in their interest to get off and keep doing their shady business elsewhere. But if, if that doesn't work, the kind of the Amazon recommended strategy is still in play. And that is to have, you know, friends order the product, the, you know, mm -hmm. the offending product and, and get that product shipped to yourself so that you can then show Amazon why that product is counterfeit. The really big downside to that and why, you know, it's very frustrating as a seller is that's kind of can be up to a four week process. And so you do not want to be without your product for four weeks. I mean, that's crazy. Mm. Now I've got, I've got other friends of mine that sell on Amazon and it just seems like sometimes more, you know, other products are more susceptible to hijackers. I don't know why. Um, what is the price point of, of your, your, you know, your products? Are they, 
are they a lower ticketed price or 30 to well I, the one that gets hit the most is, is around the 30 sales really price. yeah see I, I would think that that wouldn't be as much of a target but i guess it is because i think it just i guess it just depends on the product because i've got a friend that sells you know less expensive like between like 10 and 15 dollars and i would think that they're easier because you know they don't cost as much to get and they can you know they can they can have them shipped a little lighter, so they're not going to cost as much and all that stuff. But yours is a thirty dollars product. That's interesting. Yeah, yeah, and, and it seems seems to be all over the. Certainly, I'd imagine at the higher price point, you you'd be right at. And yeah, I, it, and so maybe I forgot to mention one item. But with the strategy, as soon as you get notified that you've been hijacked, you never want to give up the buy box. Mm. So it, it's that that one's one of the the keys is to never never let them get the buy box. You, you know, we'll go down to even be selling at a loss to make sure that we don't give up the buy box. I was going to say, and that's a that's a great strategy actually. But uh, what what do you do then? Do you like instantly when you send that letter? Do you also immediately lower your price? Yeah. Okay, so that's like a two part process there for that one step. Right. It, you know, it shows that you know it, it kind of help also. I you know I believe helps communicate that you know, again, we're not messing around. You're not going to get any sales. Plus you're going to have a fight on your hands. So, you know, move along. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now give, give me an example of that. So if you sent that letter, what's your, what do you, if you're selling a $30 product, what do you lower it to like right away? What, whatever I need to, to continue to own the buy box. I won't go down to necessarily compete on, on price, but I will okay. make sure that we continue to own the buy box. So if they've come in at $20 plus $6 shipping, I'll, I'll lower, you know, probably I'll still be owning the buy box at that stage, but I'll lower to maybe, you know, 20, 28 to, to, you know, ensure that the buy box is still mine. Okay. Okay. So you kind of determine that by what they're, they're going to be selling that for. Yeah. Okay. And then you just lower a little bit at that time, but you have to also, you have to look for that as well. Now, now have you had them actually take over the buy box and then you have to go ahead and try to get it back? Yes. Yeah, mm. when they when they've lowered it substantially. So if I'm at thirty and then they go in at you know sixteen, th- that seems to take over the the buy box. So you know, I, whenever you know, I, I don't fully understand the the algorithm of who owns the buy box, but certainly price is a big part of that. Mm. And um, if they if they come in low enough, they will win the buy box. And so we'll we will quickly compete on price to make sure that we maintain that ownership. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah, that's that's critical. Now, has, have you ever had it too, where where you, they've taken over the editing of the listing? No, no, never, okay. never had that. And that's where that's where the brand registry really is key is that that editing, you can quickly correct that editing with your content score being higher if you are brand registered. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. That's a, that's an important part too, to understand for people. I think is that, you know, hijacking or hijack proof, uh, you know, for, for your listing is being able to go through and make sure that you are brand register, uh, as soon as you can. Uh, I think that's huge. And then to lock down that content in a sense. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's, that's really good. So, so if I'm, if I'm hearing this correctly, you, number one, you have to be monitoring your, your listing. Uh, like all the time. And I think we always are, a lot of us are, depending on how many products you have, right? But I mean, if you have a handful of products, it's pretty easy to go in there and to kind of look at things. But you gotta be in there looking at things. Once you notice that someone's on there um, selling your, uh, you know, or selling your product, trying to compete with you on your same product, um, then from there, you send a letter immediately letting them know that they're, they're you know, not, they're not able to, to sell it because they are not, um, you know, they're not the owner 
of this particular product. And then from there, you also look at the price and see if you need to lower the price. And you give them like 12 hours and then you give them 24 hours if they don't respond from there. That's correct. Okay, now, let me ask you this. Sometimes you have someone that bought your product, they relist it because I don't need it. I don't, it wasn't what I wanted. I'm not going to refund it. I'm just going to sell it. Or maybe I, I bought it off someone on eBay and I'm going to relist it. How do you treat that? So, so we haven't had that yet. And that was kind of a part, also part of this reason for the, the first letter isn't, is maybe a little bit scary, but it's not full kind of blown lawyer talk. So okay. we, we can't tell that. But if someone writes back, says, you know, I just have one, I bought it through a promo, you know, and again, that hasn't happened yet, but then that, that's perfectly legal. So, so, you know, there's nothing, you know, I'm, that's great. You know, you're, you're fully allowed to do that. Sure. sure. So that, that's also kind of one of the benefits of that first email, not being the, the aggressive cease and desist letter. Um, but just kind of the, you know, Hey, we're watching you get off, please. Yeah. Because you're selling counterfeit. They'd be right back. It's not counterfeit. We bought it from you. Then that's okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, it, it is. Uh, I mean, of course, if it says it's new, um, then it has to be sealed and in the package. But if it's been open, it's got to be sold as used. Um, so again, it could be something, maybe someone received it as a gift and yep. they don't want it, right? Yep. Uh, for whatever reason. But yeah, that can happen. So I, I just wanted to uh, be clear on that. So is that pretty much the process though that you've been following and you've been pretty successful with just following those two steps? Yeah, no, that, that has, that has really been it. I mean, with, with, you know, hijack proofing as best as we can and yep. then fighting as aggressively as we can when that when they as, as quickly as we can is mm. the, the the key so far to success okay now let's let's kind of walk now into you coming up with a solution because your wife was up at like you know different hours of the night with the baby of course but obviously probably still thinking about i got to check this thing and then throughout the day and all of that so what was the, the 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 thinking behind that? Now I know you and I personally had some conversations about this because you know I was having friends that were getting hijacked and they were frustrated because it's just a frustrating thing, you know, wanting to be able to find a solution so they don't have to keep monitoring that and then when they do have it, having something in place that they figured was going to be you know sent to Amazon so this way here you can have a plan in place, you know, and, and a strategy in place. And that's when you and I both started talking about, because you were saying like, you know what, I think I've, I've got a, a way that we can do this, but I'm just not sure of how to get it developed. And when we do, we got to see if it can all work. And then we had a beta group go through it after you and I both kind of talked about it. And I was really intrigued by it. And I thought it would be a great service. It's kind of like creating a watchdog, right? Or uh, some type of, uh, you know, monitoring system, almost like you're monitoring your home for, uh, you know, a break-in or something like that. That's kind of how I was thinking of it. So that's when you came to me and said, you know what, I think we could possibly do something. Let's uh, let's kind of look into this because you were kind of already thinking about how it would work. Talk about that process. Sure, yeah. So, you know, exactly right around kind of the, the idea was, you know, out of kind of slash, you know, desperation and and an opportunity with, with you know, that this is a problem that I, we got to solve for, for ourselves. And, you know, talking with, and then, you know, quickly wanted to talk, throw it around with some, some smart people such as yourself and then kind of some developer friends and say, you know, how, how, what can we do here that gets us, you know, notified as, as, as fast as humanly possible and then help people walk through the process of fighting off the hijacker. Hmm. And then with kind of, you know, your, your insights plus, you know, awesome group of people that came over to do some beta testing plus the, the developer, um, got a, you know, service up and running now or, about just about to launch and we'll you know do an exclusive launch with your with your audience um but that it it really focuses on you know speed of notification so you get an email plus a text 
as as soon as as soon as you get hijacked so that you can start that and then helps you walk through that process so it's kind of security monitoring but then it also is you know your guide to help you get rid of that hijacker even if, so even if you've never experienced it you know that first time you get hijacked you're kind of sitting there deer in the headlights what do i do got to do some research and then and then fight them off whereas this kind of helps people you know monitor so you know as soon as it happens but then also helps walk people through that process yeah so why don't you walk through exactly like how it how it looks and the name of it is listing eagle correct yeah that's correct i love yeah. the name love the name um, but why don't you walk people through kind of like what it will look like, you know, when you hook this thing into your listing? Sure thing. Yeah. So you, you know, sign up and then there's a, a bulk upload option so you can upload all your, all of your products and then enter a few details around your email and, and your, your cell phone number. And you'll get an, an email every day if saying that, you know, listing Eagles monitoring and, and everything checks out. Okay. There's nothing, no, no hijacker activity on your listings. And then as soon as it detects something, it'll both send you a text and an, and an email that one of those, one of those listings have been hijacked. You know, right now we're checking within, you know, within 10 to 10 to 15 minutes, every, every listing. So that no one gets to sit on there for very long. And, uh, yeah, as soon as you get that, you can go over and and then we help walk through that that process of of executing that. And how do you how do you help walk through that? Now, again, I'm I'm kind of going through the process. I I, I kind of already know this, right? But I, I want to walk through it as if someone doesn't know how this would look. So let's say I get that notification. Now, what does Listing Eagle do for me to help me walk through that process? Yeah, so you can click on a. We got it set up so it kind of has the the full workflow. So to get that first email custom created for that. For that listing with the information you've already uploaded with you know yourself and, and your brand that you just click on a button and then you've automatically copied in the the email that you need to send off and then you click over to, to Amazon and contact seller and then paste in that that email and then the 12 hours later if that person's not gone you'll get a reminder to send your the next cease and desist letter which again is kind of automatically created specifically with the asin number in so it's it's a as you know we try and make it as as sort of one click friendly sure. to walk through the whole process as possible yeah no that's that's awesome because i know some people would be like including myself would be like okay i i know that they're there but now what do i send them and what's the process and what should i do what's worked for you so you're kind of using what's worked for you and kind of putting that in a sequence so this way here you all you really need to do is click a few buttons and it'll populate and then copy and paste and then send yep exactly yeah um okay so let's talk a little bit about uh, you know what we're going to do here. What, what are we going to do here for the TAS listeners? This is this is brand new. It has been in beta. We had a small beta group go through it um, and use it and um, got all the kinks worked out of it. Uh, so now what we're going to do is a uh, you know an official release for just a week uh, for the TAS listeners. So if you're listening to this, okay, then you're going to want to definitely check this out. If you're interested in getting your listings monitored, because you are going to get a really sweet deal. So why don't you talk a little bit about this, uh, this launch that you're doing right now for the TAS audience. And then after the fact, if you listen to this later, it's still cool. You can go over and you'll still get a nice little discount. Yep. Sounds good. Yeah, no. So, you know, super appreciative of, you know, the support that, you know, you, you help provide. And then the, the beta testers that, that came through, um, you know, aw awesome feedback from, from them to both how to make it, you know, how to make it better 
you know, I think it was through one of them around the idea of kind of the, the auto populating the, the notes. And that was, that was a pretty, pretty good uh, simplification. And, uh, the next, um, so for the next week, you know, due to, you know, both appreciation for the, the, the TAS community, we got a, a substantial discount for anyone that goes to listingeagle.com forward slash TAS. And there you can get signed up, you know, the, the bottom off, you know, the, 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 the fewest SKUs offer is a, is very reasonable, you know, from a you know, security monitoring standpoint, it's certainly not a, you know, it's one more tool in your toolkit and it's not meant to be a, you know, a massive price product that's going to, that you're going to worry about. It's just a nice addition to help monitor and lock in your business. So for the next week, um, the TAS community can head over to listeneagle.com forward slash TAS and then throwing in, you know, substantial discount for the community. Plus, uh, you can get access to the uh, our, our ultimate guide on how to both hijack proof your listing up front and then the process that we use to, to fight off the hijackers. Yeah, I love it. And I mean, when you and I first talked about this before it was even a product or before it was even a service, uh, you know, we really talked about like, you know, what would it look like? And and I remember you asking me, you're like, you know, do you think this is something that people would want? And I'm like, well, yeah, because this is like, you know, if you're living in a high crime area, right, you're going to want an alarm system for your home, right? And Amazon is kind of like that in a sense, because it's your business and people can come in and out as they please. Unfortunately, you know, Amazon technically owns that catalog page. We don't. We just sell on that listing page because we created it. But anyone else with that same brand can sell on our listing. That's what hijacking is. And what people are doing is they're jumping on, right? They're jumping on saying, I have the same product and they really don't. Yep. And that's a, that's a problem. Um, and so I think this here was a great solution. You had, um, you know, you had the expertise as far as, you know, finding a developer and finding a way to really systematize this and make it, it's an easier process and also be helpful. So that's when I said, if I can jump on board, I would love to and be able to then open it up to a beta group to then help test it and tweak it uh, because there is other people in my audience that are more susceptible to being hijacked just because of the product type. Um, I'm fortunate right now that I have not, but that doesn't mean that I won't be using this service because it's to, I, to me, it's something that is like I you would not put a lock on your uh, on your front door, right? Yeah. I mean, you just would do it, right? Um, so I just think it's preventative maintenance in a sense to where you don't have to deal with that. So anyone that does want to check this out, definitely, definitely check it out. Um, listingeagle.com forward slash TAS. And from the time that this is airing right now for a week, you'll get a substantial discount uh, for being one of the first official, uh, you know, Listing Eagle uh, subscribers. So definitely, definitely check that out. Now, if you're listening to this later, it's still fine. You're going to get a nice little discount as well. Just to be 100% honest and clear and upfront, I am an affiliate with this program because I helped actually in the process and I'm kind of vested in it. So I really do believe in it. And that's the only reason why I would want to be an affiliate for that. So if you want to join through my link, you will get a discount and and you'll buy me a cup of coffee, of course, which you guys all know I love. Uh, so, <laughs> so um, is there anything else that you want to add, uh, you know, with this, the software or just the process in general? It, I mean, I think I mentioned it at the, at the start, but I mean, it's, and I think you mentioned it as well, you know, around, you know, it, it's, it's home security, kind of peace of mind for, for your listing. And it's something that, 
you know, it allows you to focus in on, on the value added work of, of building your business. So that, that's what really attracted me to being able to try and provide a solution here to get people to hopefully, you know, you know, people being, you know, my wife stop worrying about the hijacking <laughs> and really focus on, you know, the value added activities that we can be doing to, to continue to build, build the business. So that's, you know, I'm, I'm happy with the, you know, very happy with the feedback, very appreciative of, of, you know, your input into the process to, to try and, you know, create something here that, that will, will help people. So, you know, exci- exciting, exciting process, excited to get the, the audience in to hear even more, more feedback and continue to make it even better. Yeah. And I, I think that's great too, for people to understand too, is like, you know, as you're building something and like you're listening to the users now with the beta group and now with, you know, people that are subscribing after this airs, uh, and then you're, you're constantly refining and tweaking and listening and then making it even better. So I think that that's really important. So definitely if you're, if you're using it, you know, John wants to hear, you know, like, what would you want improved? What would you want added? What would you, you know, need more information about to make it more user-friendly, whatever it is, right? Um, he's totally open um, to to listening to that stuff. And uh, yeah, I, like I said, I mean, just go over and check it out and see how cool it is um, because I do believe that uh, you'll see that if you've ever been hijacked or heard other people being hijacked, it's something that you definitely want to look into. Maybe even just give it a test drive and see how it works. But how awesome is that to be able to, you know, have your phone on you and then have something alert you immediately so you can get on it as soon as possible. So that's really, really cool stuff. So John, I want to thank you once again. This has been awesome. If anybody wants to uh, look at getting a website built for their brand as well, um, you can also check out uh, um, you know, Brand Builders. And what, what is the actual URL for that, John? It's uh, brandbuilders.io. Okay. And we'll, we'll put all this in the show notes too. So you can go ahead and head over to the show notes to this episode. We'll have all this linked up. And uh, yeah, just again, one last thing I'd like to say, and, or maybe, maybe ask you, John, you know, you've been at this FBA thing a little while now, you know, do you still think there's a great opportunity on Amazon right now as we sit? Uh, I mean, absolutely. I mean, you know, as competition, you know, as competition grows, the you know we all, we all need to up our game but sure. it also increases the opportunity as far as you know there will be a winner and you know there will be a standout brand in all all the different products that that are that are uh, sort of being easily sold as FBA products or private label products so you know I, I think I think the only the only thing that competition does is it raises the floor to being moderately successful but it doesn't change how successful people can be. I think it continues as Amazon grows, it'll continue to grow and, and we all just need to continually be better. Yeah, no, I, I agree. And I mean, it's same thing with uh, software tools. It's the same thing with building niche websites or authority websites, right? It's, it's like, it does come down to quality, yep. you know, it, it comes down to quality and you know, when you have competition, it raises the game, it raises the bar. Um, you know, was it easier a year ago? Yeah. Was it easier two years ago? Yeah. Um, you know, things always get harder, but it doesn't mean that it means it's not possible or that it's way too saturated, right? It's like the Google slap that's happened how many different times, right? It used to be easy to rank websites. Well, it's not as easy anymore. So you got to find other ways, creative ways to build better stuff. So that way it, it can, you know, perform well in that environment. So, um, I just, I, I hear that so much, John, I hear so many people saying, but Scott, isn't it saturated now? Isn't there too much competition? And the, the answer is, yeah, there's a lot of competition, but there's still a lot of opportunity, yeah. you know? I, and I mean, for me, the kind of the, the you know, the, the thought exercise is, you know, is somebody starting right now that is going to be more successful than me in a year? Mm. Probably. 
Mm-hmm. Right? There's probably somebody out there that, that hasn't started that I've got a head start on right now that a year from now is going to have a bigger FBA business. So what, why shouldn't that be me? Right. So right. someone's going to do it. Why not? Yeah. Why not? You know, why not us? Why not the person listening? Yeah, no, I agree. All right, John, I will let you go, but this has been awesome. I want to thank you once again. As always, it's it's great talking to you. Uh, you know, it's uh, it's just great to hear how far you've already come in such a short period of time in the FBA space. Um, I mean, having having or not having a business and then buying a website and then converting that to a private label business and now having a sale just about ready to to uh, to finalize here is pretty exciting stuff. So I can't wait to catch up with you again and hear uh, hear what your next venture will be and uh, and how you did it. So that'll be cool. That'll be another episode. Yeah, right on, Scott. No, always always happy to talk to you. And again, thanks thanks again to you and and the community. Awesome awesome job on building such a you know the by far the best community online. So well done, well done. Oh, thanks, John. I appreciate it, and uh, we'll be in touch, man. Right on. Bye. Okay, so there you have it. Another great conversation with John Haver. I want to thank him once again. And uh, he always brings a really, really a lot of value. Uh, He's a smart, smart guy, a lot smarter than I am. And uh, when it comes to this stuff, it's really cool to have someone in your corner that you can talk to and and kind of figure these things out and, and really talk through a big problem like this and coming up with a solution. So I really, uh, really, again, just want to say thanks to John. Thanks for everyone listening and giving their feedback as well. All of the beta testers for uh, Listing Eagle uh, when it was in its beta phase. And uh, now that it's uh, kind of open to the public, if you want to, you know, take John up on that offer and get in at a really, really low price, head over to listingeagle.com forward slash T-A-S. Uh, once again, I am an affiliate for that because I am part of it, right? I mean, I actually uh, kind of walked through all of the different stages of this that I would want into it that I think other people would want to see within it. So I do feel as though I was part of the building process in this and uh, it feels good to be to be able to see it kind of come to life. So again, I, I am vested in this and I do believe in it. So definitely check that out if you're interested. All of the show notes to this episode and the transcripts are uh, Uh, over at theamazingseller.com forward slash 201 so you can get all of the show notes, all of the transcripts just in case you missed anything or if maybe you're driving, you can just head over uh, to that when you get get put here, uh, whether it's at your job or maybe it's at your home when you get back from that run, whatever it is. Um, go over and check that out, theamazingseller.com forward slash 201 and you can grab all of the goodies over there. So that's it, guys. I hope that this has helped you. I hope at least it shows you exactly what you need to do in order to get rid of hijackers, but also how to protect your listing the best that you can before they even uh, come around because they are looking for you know easy prey, if you will, right? They're, they're looking for the easy targets. So first off, you want to make sure that you cover yourself there, and, and John talked all about that, but he also talked about it uh, in depth on episode 158, which will also be linked up in the show notes. So that's it, guys. That is going to wrap it up. Once again, I want to say thank you so much for taking time out of your day to listen. I know you have a lot of choices out there, and a lot of you have been leaving iTunes reviews, uh, letting me know how much you're enjoying it, so I appreciate each and every one of them and each and every one of you and all of the comments, the emails, and everything you guys are sending. Uh, thank you so much. And And uh, just, again, just want to say thank you. It's really, really awesome to hear from you. So that's it, guys. That's going to wrap it up. Remember, I'm here for you, and I believe in you, and I'm rooting for you. But you have to, you have to. Come on, say it with me and say it loud. Take action. Have an awesome, amazing day. And I'll see you right back here on the next episode. 